0: Hey, everybody. Ray Brem here. Welcome to the podcast that will help you increase the income and influence of your book, Beyond Royalties. Book Profit Secrets with Ray Brem starts now. Hey, everybody. Ray Brem here. Welcome to another session. This is a bonus session. This is about email list building. And the summit's running right now. I'm creating this right now, real time, because A lot of the feedback, if you got one of those emails that said, Hey, hit me, hit reply and tell me your biggest thing. The number one thing I've been hearing is how to do emails, email list building and so forth. So what I want to do is just kind of give you an overview of the mindset of what the, you know, what an email list is all about to you and why you really got to consider focusing on that. And we're going to talk about that here. Um, so I've, I've taken some notes. I've looked at some things that we've been talking about this week during the summit. And you know, these are some, just some critical thoughts that I want you to think about now. Let me ask a question. This is a trick question. What is the number one asset you can build long-term for your author or online business? Well, you already know the answer because that's the, that's the subject of this this uh, session. It's your email list. And I'm gonna tell you why this is because you, the email list puts all the, the customers, the prospective customers and your fans all in one place. And if you think about any real business, they need to have customers and the ones that are most successful have lists or they have at least a way to repeat get those repeat customers come back to do things. And they're not, you know, the ones that struggle and and stress out are they're the ones who've constantly got to get new customers in order to make money. And your email and that, that's probably how it feels for you. If you're an author and you're trying to figure out the Amazon algorithm or you're trying to run Amazon ads or BookBub ads or run promotions or Facebook ads, it's this constant spinning wheel and at some point, they can switch the algorithm. And even if you got things working, if you spent a lot of money and time and effort to get things working, you still don't. Uh, you know, as soon as they turn it off, you're done. You don't even know who's read your book at that point. And that, that's why I think email lists is this is the most underrated and most, and by far the most important thing you can do as an author, as a is di- a digital or online business owner is having that list. And it's you know the difference is when you have a list and whatever your next thing is. It could be a book. It could be nothing. It could just be your thoughts. That you've got a captive audience for that list. It's the difference of like being in an open marketplace and shouting to people that are walking by and everybody else is shouting at them, Hey, come buy something over here. Or if you've ever been, you know, out of the country, out of your country and somewhere and they know you're a foreigner, boy, they really, all the market vendors are all over you trying to get you to buy stuff. That's what it feels like for most of the customers out there. You go on Amazon, they're getting hit a hundred different ways. They go on Facebook, they're getting hit thousands of different ways. And Facebook's trying to distract them from what you're trying to get them to do and get them to do what they want them to do. So This is why email is so critical because the the difference would be it's instead of being in that marketplace, the people are sitting in your home and you're just having a conversation every once in a while. You say, oh, yeah, I do have this other thing you just brought up that, you know, maybe you want to buy or you want to hire me or, you know, I can coach you on whatever that is. It's a completely different relationship. And, yeah, there's distractions in their inbox but we'll get to how you deal with that in a second. But that, that's what's critical about this. And I think a lot of people like everything else we do, writing a book, creating a course, coaching, doing anything, having a website, you always feel like there's this false level of success you need to have before you're actually allowed to do that. That's your mind talking and maybe some pessimists in your in your world that say that. And the truth is you're unique You're your own best storyteller. And whether you're just, you know, you're just starting out or you're experienced, you should always be list building. And so the great news is everybody understands that you want their email today. So this is not 1997 and people are like, what? You want my email address? I'm not putting that in there. I don't know what that is. You know, now everything you buy, you have to have an email address, you know, and, and so the ability to get that from people, it's not that hard. We just got to offer them something of quality. And, you know, one of the things that, well, we'll get to that in a second. But first, one of the kind of the rules, a couple of the rules that I follow and, and you should too. One of the best things i ever heard is Brendan Bouchard said, be your own best customer be your own best avatar, and, or, you know, in this case, be your own best subscriber. And and what does that mean? It means act like you behave, like you want people on your list to behave. And most people do this. Most people are just nice people, and they wouldn't, you know, behave badly anyway. But I see these, I've seen authors that are, you know, trolling or send me nasty grams or, or whatever. Uh, you know, don't troll anybody. That, that's just, the karma's going to get you, you know, it's just so... Don't troll anybody. You should buy products, people's products that you want to emulate and learn how they do things. You should get on people's lists. You know, there's a couple, there's a couple lists where I, you know I know what they're going to sell me every day, and I still read it because the emails are great. Uh, my favorite one is Ben Settle. I mean, he's just he could come across controversial. You know, if you don't think like he does, but he he doesn't. He likes that if you have a different opinion. But he writes contro a lot of times controversial headlines, controversial emails. They're short. They're sweet. So. Get on some lists that hopefully are on mine. You, if you're watching this right now from the summit, you're on my list. You know, depending where you're seeing this, you're pro- most likely on my list. If you're reading this in a book, which, by the way, this, I'm multipurpose everything I do, so this is going to go into a book, um, but you're first seeing it here on this summit. So I always talk as if I might be on different media when I'm recording these. But, you know, get on the, hopefully you're on my list, get on the lists and, and just see what people write and and we'll talk about a couple of things that seem to work in a couple, in a minute. The other rule I have so you've got, be your own best customer, start with the end in mind. And because if you start the wrong way, and I've started the wrong way, it is very hard to change when you start building an email list and then you decide you're going to switch software is not so bad. That you could you can do that. But switching processes and making, you know, if it's if you make it too complicated, it's tough to switch. The other thing that's tough to switch is increasing frequency later. So this is the big myth. I just saw a great uh, podcast from Matt McWilliams on this. You know, that kind of says the same thing. Hey, you got to wait till this fictitious level of success, this phantom level of success before you can do anything, before you could email every day. I would get in your head now that you're going to email every day. Now, I my goal is to email every day to my list. I can't always do it. Sometimes I just run out of gas. And, you you know, you can obviously schedule them ahead, but I'm kind of a real-time person. So I'm a day or two in advance at most, sometimes a week in advance. I plan to get better on it, but I also like to have real current events. I just wrote an email just a few nights ago about the Downton Abbey effect. And, you know, that's because I just watched it. And it just occurred to me that the reason I was watching it was because I... I trusted it. I knew I was going to be entertained by it. I've seen it already. Why would I watch that over some new episode? Because I trust it. And that's what you're doing when you email every day. You know, it's kind of like the friend who only calls you when they want something. So we've all had that. Some of my best friends are like that. It drives me nuts or, you know, in, in used to anyway. But, you know, if you're emailing once a month, oh, that's enough, well, then it's kind of like, what does this person want? You know, where are you emailing? it's a, if you email every day, people get used to seeing that every day. And if you build up that level of frequency, people, then it's not no shock when you come there. So there's two things I do. I pretty much always make some offer in an email. And it's most of the time it's subtle. A lot of times it's just in the PS. And I email every day. And I made that switch almost two years ago, and it's the best thing I ever did because now, you know, I can email something. People are looking. And now they also know there's always something else coming. There's no – it's it's actually more fair to the the subscriber because they know I'm always going to offer something. One, they're used to that, so it's like they can be picky. And there's this if there's a sense of scarcity or urgency because the clock is ticking on the one, they're like, Well, he's gonna offer something next week. This one wasn't quite right for me. So it kind of takes the it's as the reverse effect, takes the pressure off. And so I go by the mantra I'm email day, keeps the business doctor away. And the reason I I say that is that's what's that's what saved me. About a year and a half ago, I was we had run out of funds. We had kind of moved from a brick and mortar to the online world, and the income wasn't consistent yet. And I hit the wall and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to go get a job. And what the thing was, I had a pretty big email list at the time and I just hadn't been offering the right things. I hadn't been consistently doing what I knew I could do best. And that list saved me and it will always save me because I can send, I can come up with an offer today and send it to my list tomorrow even before creating a product and there's a whole lot of stuff you know you can create pilot courses and 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 coaching or whatever and you don't even have to have have something packaged up and ready to offer to sell you can offer your services and so forth so you know that is the reason i'm so into it i mean it's it's like you write your book great if you're just starting and you're watching this think about your list too what you might write about and you know, but if you've written a book already, this next thing is really, you've got to start a list. You've got to get an opt-in inside that book and, and you've got to start a list. So let, let's talk about the, the opt-ins real quick. You know, one of the ways to build lists, I'm going to talk about a couple more at the end here, but one of the ways to build a list is obvious. If you're an author, you got a book, put something in there, a link or some way they can opt in to your email list for something that, you know, what's the next thing or what's a good companion to your book. Might be a worksheet or a schedule or a planner or a, a small course or the audio version of the book, any of those things work. And you also want to make sure you put it on the inside cover of the Kindle book, because when they click on look inside, they'll see that people might actually opt in even without buying your book. And for 99% of the people out there, you know, wow, I wouldn't want them to have my free stuff with, without buying my book. Yes, you do. They're far more valuable on your list than they are paying, you know, 99 cents 2.99, 499 for a Kindle book and going away. And if I could take either of those, I would take the opt-in every day. I mean, that's worth, the. you know, once you get going, it's incredible how much that's worth. But even in the end, you could sell them a $27 product and you've made, you know, 10 times what you would have if they just bought your book and gone away. So you want to do that as well. So those are the things I like in that. Now, another thing to keep in mind is... That you could think of emailing every day like blogging, but it's not, you're not writing these well-crafted, thought out. This is just like one, you know, one sentence strips of ideas and sharing. So, for instance, let's talk about this, you know, that Downton Abbey email. That was just a quick story about what, how I related the trust factor into what I decided to rewatch the entire series, which is like six seasons. It's probably times nine, it's 54 You know, maybe averaging it might be fifty-four hours of uh, commitment, but I'm doing that because I trust that show. I know I enjoyed it the first time through. I think this is my third time, but actually, and it's been you know it's been out since 2015, 16. So that's that's what you're looking to do with trust. I got an email. Gosh, the one before Downton Abbey. What was that? I don't know. But I got an email from somebody saying, Ray, I just love how you associate something some. uh, a random idea with authoring and, and the whole concept of marketing and so forth. So that's, that's my whole goal is just to tell a quick story and then maybe relate it to something as an author and, and then probably offer something at the end. And if you, if you've ever followed Russell Brunson, ClickFunnels, one of the things he teaches in his one funnel away challenge, and this is how I apply it to every email. And it's just very simple. Hook story offer, he calls it. So hook, that's your subject line. Get them to open the email. Story, what's the quick story? And then you make an offer. You know, so the story is maybe the stories translate. How does that apply to authors in my case, to my list? And, you know, so the Downton Abbey effect or what was the other email I just sent that, oh, the Star Wars, should authors go to Star Wars Lego camp? Well, would you open that? You know, that was, that got a lot of opens. The other thing that really gets people to open is quoting something somebody said, something bad somebody said about you. So I get trolled or a nasty gram in an email. I turn that into an email back to my list and I, I ban the person from my list. <laughs> but I go and I sh- share that and say, that you know, here's why this is crazy. Or I just share the story because I think, too, people like to know that. Everybody's human, and every this stuff that happens to them happens to other people. Makes you feel better, you know. It's not misery loves company so much, but that's that's what's amazing about it. The other thing I want to talk about is, and, and this came up, a question came up. Um, you know, creating a automated funnel or campaign, uh, you know that that converts. And the fact is, nobody can give you a canned response to that. But everything you do is testing. But you can't start testing anything. Until you do it. So I couldn't start even f- deciding what would work for daily emails till I just did it. So I had f- I had followed, I mentioned Ben Settle earlier. I had started following him for about six months. I got daily emails. And I'm like, man, half the time it's it's just seven to ten sentences, and then he's offering something. And usually those seven to ten sentences are really interesting to read. And um, almost, you know, almost 50% I would say are troll things and he he recycles them but things people have said that were just you read them and they're crazy especially the way he points them out or he'll say well they had a point but you know doesn't matter to me or whatever and you learn about his personality how he deals with it and that's what I started doing that and I so I just switched the gears six months after that and said I'm going to email every day I don't know what it's about but I'm going to send an email every day and it could just be what I did that day and how that relates to being an author and it doesn't always have to relate sometimes I just one time we were uh, I told a story about how we got, we had to wait in the Royal Thai police headquarters at the airport because we didn't realize we had to get a visa for my wife, who's a Mexican citizen. So we, we had to, you know, we flew into Thailand and we sat there for eight hours in the police station in the airport while I had to get us a flight out of there somewhere else. To, so, we, so we ended up flying to Malaysia to get a visa to fly back to Thailand, you know, which cost us two or three days. But it was a great adventure, and people love that email. So, they just telling stories, and you know, it makes it a really good way to do that. Now, so for campaigns, here's the other thing that I switched when I started going to daily emails. One of the things I one of the things I struggled with was okay, if somebody comes into this book and this opt in, I'm going to put them in this campaign and sell them something, and then. They should go to this next campaign. And, I, and it got so crazy. I'm like, well, what happens if they come in and then they you know, they come in the different route? And it was just like this whole spaghetti of a flow chart. And I'm like thinking, I'm, I know I'm going to keep adding books. I know I'm going to be doing all this other things. So yeah, the, the whole I dream when I started was to have all these automated funnels just making me money all the time. And I'm having a margarita out back by the pool. Well, that's just not the case. And it's actually, it goes against what we're kind of talking about here with emails is you're trying to connect with the people on your list. So you notice like in one of the most important things we do in this summit is that second email you get that says, hey, hit reply and tell me what your biggest issue is. Because then people reply and I get to reply back. I, not One, I'm learning what people need help with. And two, I'm making a connection with them. And I just had a connection from six months ago. Send me an email this morning saying, "Hey, I can't find the page where you're selling this one thing for a thousand dollars, and where is it?" You never know when the the sleeper is going to come out from your list and and purchase something. So it just it's it's amazing having an email list. And I I've kind of done away with automated campaigns. If I'm running a campaign that's live that week, that's me writing the emails. You know, a couple of weeks in advance or that week even. Sometimes I write them the day of and. Then I've got a finger on the pulse, and I know that every email and everything that's coming in is around that particular thing. So this week it's about the summit and getting people to watch the episodes of the summit. Next week it's going to be about my co-author anthology, the 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 uh, Entrepreneur Code. And you know, as I record this now, those aren't. I've got some emails that I've used before. That I'll probably use some of them. I'll probably update some. But even if I didn't, I would just write them. You know, all on Sunday and get them programmed in for that week. And that gives it, it, it's almost like, you know, having more control of the car when you're steering versus putting it on cruise control or whatever. So I guess that wouldn't, you're still steering, but anyway, you know what I mean. So, but in any case, you still can test and use split test and so forth. And, Email campaigns are one of the most effective still at getting people to buy things. I'm trying to simplify. I've got all kinds, I do have pages and funnels and things and the people that I'm modeling now are far simpler systems. And so it's easy to get caught up in the coolness of funnels and and the campaigns and so forth. It doesn't have to be. And that's what I said at the beginning of this is I want simple. And so I'm looking to simplify at all times. Now, a couple of the tools I use I've been using Kartra for quite a few years, and I'm actually moving the email portion of my work temporarily to ConvertKit. So I used ConvertKit. I moved to Kartra. I kind of kept ConvertKit. I still use it occasionally for things. It's just much simpler. And unless you're going to program a bunch of fancy funnels and memberships and all that, you know, I, I kind of like ConvertKit and you could do it with that. Now that's, it's not necessarily much cheaper, but it's simpler. And there's some other ones like Lite that are interesting. I, I wouldn't use MailChimp. It's, they, they've kind of gone in with the cancel culture. And I, so I just, uh, I'm not a fan of that. And the anything free, you know, they, you need to be careful of. So now ConvertKit has a free Uh, free uh, up to a certain amount of emails. So that's a good place to start too. Actually, it's not that expensive to come to think of it. I think it's only 29 bucks a month up to a thousand emails, which is at that point, you should be making that back for sure. So those are the things I use. And there's another one coming out. Gosh, I hope in the next four months, it's going to be really good because it's just going to make it super simple. And the reason I'm kind of moving off Kartra for that piece of it. Now, most of my business is in Kartra, but that piece of it is it takes like 18 clicks to get an email out. I just want to be able to, you know, cut and paste some text and send emails out and just make it easier, especially when you're doing daily emails. So that's what I do with that. Now, let's talk about one last thing here, and that is how to, the what's the fastest way to do this uh, and build a high-quality email list? And I'll tell you, I mean, I spent three years to get like 300 people on my list just through books. And I thought, well, this is the thing though, because if somebody reads a book on a topic that, you know, that's my topic and that I wrote and opts in, they're a high quality email. And that's true, but it's not super fast. I mean, I, you know, you, you talk about, let's say a thousand people come to look at your book and then 30 buy it on Amazon. And then maybe two or three, you know, whatever the opt in rate is, and let's say it's five opt in. Well, you know, so let's, let's say that's a monthly thing. Every month, adding five, that's, that's how you get to Well, it's a lot less than 300. So I was ahead of pace on that. But when you start doing actual launch, like a product launch is a good way, but the number one way by far in a way is a virtual summit. And, and this week, I mean, I've, I've met so many awesome new people and added so many great people to my list that because of the summit. And so, you know, my goal long-term is to be hosting at my own summit every month And helping others. I built, you know, I do done for you summits and so forth for people, but and building that out. So, you know, that's, that is an amazing way to ramp it up. So the very, I ran my first, I'm trying to think, I don't know the numbers individually, but my first two summits. So I'd done 300 emails in about three years with my books. Within six months, I ran two summits for myself and brought in like 8,000 emails now you think of what a difference, a game changer that is. It's unbelievable. So consider doing a virtual summit. And I have some, you know, I'll do some, I do a couple a quarter for people done for you uh, at a high price point. But I've got, you know, I've got a pilot course coming out on that called summitlab.io. You might check that as nothing. I'm going to probably bring that up in uh, not next week, but the week after. And if that's interests you, you're going to be able to do what I do, get my templates and everything for like one 15th of the price it would cost me to do it for you. So and I'm still forking out all the details, but if you're interested in that, just stay tuned. We'll probably be talking about that in a week or a couple of weeks. So anyway, hopefully this helped a little bit. There's just so many things we can dig into backing up your email list. Super important. Whatever you do, at the very least, like once a week, download the CSV file, the you know the spreadsheet type file of all your emails to your computer, in case the CRM cancels you, or goes out of business, or something happens, and the internet gets hit by lightning. Whatever you want to make sure you back that up. That's a whole other section. I'm also because this came up, and as I'm talking about this, it's like incredible. I think God that would, this is another course I should create for people. To do a pilot on because. This is one of the most important things you can do as an author. But the way to build it fast is a summit. So I like this. And I I my attitude coming into summits now is I don't even care if I make money, which it you know, that's inevitable. I mean, it's just kind of but especially as your list grows. But the list building part is the most valuable piece to me, and because I get to meet new people who are, you know, looking for the next thing, looking for help potentially pairing them up with me for that. I can help them with something. So you can do the same hosting your own virtual summit. It doesn't have to be a five day one like this could be a one day summit. Uh, So, and you get the best subscribers from other people's lists. So all these other speakers on here are promoting and their best subscribers, which you might very well be one of the best subscribers from somebody else that's been on this summit. They come to your, they come to your summit and get on your list. How cool is that? If you could get the best and this other thing, you know, I just was asked the question this morning was, you know, should I run Facebook ads to my summit? And those are cold, that's cold traffic. Summits are all about warm traffic. I mean, can you imagine just building your list entirely by referrals, but doing it fast? That's what a virtual summit does. So that's what's amazing. So anyway, I know I'm all over the place on this. Hopefully this helped. Email lists are what it at. You you know, if you've got a huge group on Facebook or somewhere else, they can be gone tomorrow. You could say the wrong thing or they just decide, you know, now in Facebook, you have your own private group. They're putting competitors ads in your timeline inside your private group. And, you know, that's so it's not really a private group anymore. And so if you want to have your own real audience, that's got you, you've got the captive attention. Build that email list. Talk to you soon. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Book profit secrets you know abraham lincoln once said if he had six hours to chop down a tree he would spend the first four sharpening his axe that's what this podcast is meant to do that's also what we do on our site our companion site ray.fm so check us out there and sharpen your axe increase your influence income and audience and we'll see you next time